Whoa! Hello! How is everyone doing today? This is Ran Out of Friends Podcast, and I am your host and the only person on the podcast, Mr. Cody Garnett. Thank you for for listening. Thank you for coming back. This is exciting. Um, the last podcast uh, had over 100 listens, which is awesome. I thought I'd have like maybe like six dudes listen to this thing, so that's pretty fun. I'm excited everyone everyone decided to to take a chance on this thing. Uh, maybe learn learn a little bit about themselves, learn a b- little bit about me. Um, this is the podcast that shows you that you don't have to have a lot of friends and a lot of things to do. You can still have a great time all by yourself. Um, through the week, I do a lot of things uh, all by myself. I have a lot of free time, so I just want to expand on those things and, and help someone if I can. Let them know, look, you can uh, you can have a lot of fun and, and, and you can do things all alone. And uh, I've gotten a lot of masturbation jokes about this. Listen, this this podcast is not about masturbation, okay? I'm trying to keep the explicit tag off of my podcast. And sometimes I drop a few swear words, and I realize that. And uh, we're still waiting for iTunes to get back to us to see if we can get on iTunes. And if they say I can't because it's not labeled explicit, I'll have to either watch what I say or maybe try to edit. I don't... Can, can I edit? How do you edit things? I don't know how to edit things. Um, so anyway... Uh, what did I do this week that I did all by myself? Um, well, first of all, I want to, I want to, I just want to say something. A few people have said like, oh dude, this kind of seems like a cry for help. Like, you, you know, uh, or a message, you're sending a message to your friends cause they don't hang out. Uh, you know what? Uh, I, I am, I'm sending a message to all my friends. I am, uh, severely depressed and I am, uh, very upset and I, I want uh, I want to hang out with friends, but I don't have any, so that's what this podcast is about, this, that's legitimately what it's about, um, I need more friends, that's not true at all, I'm just kidding, listen, uh, I, I did a podcast a long time ago called Switching Cables, and it was with a bunch of friends of mine, and it didn't work out. Uh, we, uh, you know, people couldn't do it, or, you know, the tech stuff wasn't there. Whatever. The reason was, and I really love podcasts. I listen to tons and tons of podcasts. If you listen to the last episode, you'll know that. Um, and so I really like talking. I like the media medium of podcasts, and so uh, I'm going to do it, you know. And I might have guests on here to talk about the lonely, dumb stuff they did this week. Um... But uh, more than anything, this is just fun, and it's an outlet for me to talk about things I did and hopefully help you kill 30 minutes because the app that I am, I am using to download or to record this podcast only allows me to record 30 minutes at a time. So I, I tend to ramble, okay? I tend to talk and talk and talk and talk. This app is going to allow me to make sure it stays at 30 minutes or less. No one wants to hear me talk for more than 30 minutes, no matter how much I think that might be the case. So, if I don't get done talking about all the dumb stuff I did by myself, and there's only a couple minutes left, I'm going to have to do a speed round, and and just, you know, run through them real quick, okay? That's kind of, that's that's my new deal. If it goes, that no none of these will ever be more than 30 minutes. I promise you, 100%. If they ever do, and you call me out on it on Instagram, uh, I will send you 
a comic book from my collection. Literally. If I ever go over 30 minutes, if I ever post it over 30 minutes, and you call me out on Instagram, I will mail you for free a comic, a random comic book of my collection, and I'll make sure it's a good one, not some dumb one that I'm going to get rid of anyway. I promise. It'll be awesome. Listen. Uh, this is Ran Out of Friends Podcast. I am now on Instagram. Uh, there's not a whole lot there yet. I'm waiting until we get on iTunes to really uh, beef anything up. But if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's Ran Out of Friends on Instagram. And the link to the podcast is going to be on there and updates. And I'm just going to post stuff like dumb stuff that I've been doing on my own. So let's start with this morning. This morning, I, uh, I actually did not start out on my own. I got a call from a friend of mine last night. And he asked if I could uh, take him to the doctor today because he has to get a double colonoscopy. I don't know what the hell a double colonoscopy is. I know what one of them is, but I don't know what two of them are. Um, So basically that left me alone right now to record the podcast because right now he's getting, you know, his butthole probed, which is, you know, a real bummer. And he's all alone, except for the doctor. Uh, That's not something I would say would be a fun time by yourself, but that is something you can do by yourself, is get a double colonoscopy, um, and I hope he's okay, I hope they, you know, just find, you know, whatever the hell they're supposed to find inside your butthole, and not, you know, bad things, but, uh, you know, that we'll find that out later, no big deal. Uh, what else did I do this week? Um, I had some time to actually sit down and read comics, which is cool, uh, while the kid was napping, and while, uh, my wife was out and about, I, uh, I got to catch up on the trade paperbacks for Sex Criminals by Matt Fraction and Chip Zdarsky, um, that book is amazing, I don't know how much you guys are into comics or whatever, um, but look, like, that book is, it's an adult book, it's called Sex Criminals, okay, it's not for children, and it's very, very dirty, but also very, very funny, it's got a little bit of everything, man, like, action and fun and romance and, I mean, it's super sexy, so I would definitely um, recommend that uh, 100%. I'll, I'll try to go through the plot just a little bit here. Uh, there's a lot to un- unwrap, so I won't spoil much, but I'll just get to the plot. Basically, um, there's a woman and a man. The man's name is John Johnson, which is hilarious because that's uh, the guy that does the art for this podcast's name. Um, and basically, every time that they uh, orgasm, time stops, okay, uh, and they are the only people that can roam through it, it's kind of like that movie Time Time Splitters, is that what that movie's called, where the kids have the watch and they make the time stop and run around, I don't think it's called Time Splitters, Time Cop, Time Bandits, it's a lot of time movies, you guys ever think about that, There's a ton of time, time, I'm pretty sure it's something time, out of time, shoot, shoot, I don't know, um, anyway, uh, so time stops, and they don't know about each other until they, they have sex with one another. And then they realize, oh, time has stopped and you're still moving. We are together in this, like, we have this weird power. So they decide to rob banks and try to save this library. And that's only the beginning. Like, that's, like, the first, like, issue. From there, like, tons of things go awry. And it's uh, it's it's pretty, pretty great. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to take a quick coffee pause. Hold on. Perfect three-second coffee pause for me to get a sip of coffee from my thermos. So, Sex Criminals, Volume 1 and 2 are out. I think there's 14 issues total, but the the trade paperbacks only have trade 1 and 2. 
I'm buying them in trade paperback because I had the the issues for a while, and you know, as as brilliant as Matt Fraction is, he does so many things, and so his his uh, comic that's supposed to be monthly is turns out to be bi-monthly or once every six months, and you know, if you read an issue six months after the issue before, you have no idea what you read before, and you have to reread everything, and you know that takes a lot more time than than I would like to spend when I have other comics I can read. So, uh, yeah, Sex Criminals, man. Like, please, do yourself a favor and check that out. It is it is super great. Um, another thing I do a lot is I listen to music. I bought some records recently. Last episode I talked about that band Sweet Jesus. Um, yesterday I got their record in, and it's super great. It's like a, a tight, like, burnt orange color. And man, it's so great. Um, and then yesterday, I was at the record store and I bought H2O's Thicker Than Water, which, like, side A is just not for me, but side B is so sweet. It's like the perfect blend of punk rock and hardcore. And, you know, their lead singer is just the most, you know, positive, straight edge dude. And I really relate to that guy. So that's a lot of fun. Uh, something I thought that would be fun right off the bat is. Uh, Derek, the, the our uh, producer and tech genius on this on this show, uh, he he told me about this band called Tenement, and he's always telling me about bands, and I'm always telling him about bands. And the difference is, I actually listen to the bands that he uh, tells me about, and I I'm pretty sure he doesn't ever listen to the bands I tell him about. And I know that he's listening to this podcast because he's the one that puts it online. So hey, Derek, I know that you don't listen to stuff I I tell you to listen to. Um, so suck it, first of all, and thank you for abandoning me and moving to Kansas City, Missouri, and no longer hanging out with me, and making me do podcasts about not having any friends. You are the problem. But thanks for putting this online. I appreciate that as well. Um, so anyway, this band Tenement, I asked him what song I should listen to, and he said, uh, Dole Joy is the name of the song. Um, so I downloaded it from iTunes legally. I paid money for it. And I've never heard it, and I want to play it right now and listen to it and, and you know, talk about it, because I'm alone. I'm all by myself right now. I'm me and my dog. So when I'm alone, I listen to music, and I clean the house, and I watch wrestling. And so this will be a little snip, sneak peek of what I do when I'm alone. I'm going to listen to this 2-minute and 41-second song with you, along with you. And you can tell me on Instagram whether you thought it was awesome or whether you think it's a butthole butt song, you know, it's up to you, and if it sucks, I'm probably going to shut it off halfway through, or maybe just turn it down and talk through it, we'll see, this is Tenement, hold on.
Wow. That was actually pretty awesome. I'm into that, man. It was, uh, it was very, um, I don't know, it was like a less produced version of Sharks meets the little so-so glows. That was tight. I'll, I'll definitely listen to that band again. Um, it's not like hair raising or like super fast and aggressive like I'm, I'm used to, but yeah, man, nice and groovy. I could maybe buy that and put it on the record player while I'm cleaning the house or something. Great job, Derek. That was really, really good. I actually liked it. Now, Derek did explain to me that the record has way too many songs on it and not all of them are as good as that song. So I'll check out the rest of the record on Spotify, but I'm legitimately saying like, that's the first time I've heard that song. Like I'm not, I'm not lying. So, uh, Hopefully that was the first time you heard that song too, and you loved it, and you buy that record, whatever, you know, I don't care. Um, so it's Oscar season, season. Uh, Oscars uh, were announced, all the nominations, and every year I try to watch all of the Oscar-nominated Best Picture films, just so I can have an opinion. I, I'm never in agreement, typically, I'm usually upset with the winner, because... Uh, I, I kind of have a crappy movie taste. Like I, I don't, I like action and fun and comedy and dramas. I mean, I like a good drama, but you know, it's a, like a good drama. State Farm is there. Sorry. Um, I, I just, uh, I don't know. I like to be entertained more than saddened, but I've been, uh, trucking through them, um, while I've been hanging out by myself, you know, between watching Raw and Ring of Honor and NXT and all the wrestling that I watch, I, uh, I've watched, I watched The Revenant, but I talked about that last week, um, I watched Room, I watched Big, The Big Short, and then previously I'd already seen Mad Max Fury Road, so the only thing I need to watch now is, uh, what is it, I need to watch the one about the, the priest touching the kids, Spotlight, that one, um, which, it's just like one of those things, I keep wanting to push the button and watch it, but it's, I mean, what, what, is there ever a good time to watch that movie by yourself, like, and just, I don't know, man, that's, uh, it, it just seems really heavy to watch that movie, and, but I'm going to, uh, sooner or later, um, I need to watch Brooklyn, which, I don't even know what the hell Brooklyn is, so, you know, whatever, I'll watch it, and hopefully it's good, uh, Bridge of Spies, which I thought I was, I thought I, I thought that I thought that I hated it, does that make sense? I was like, man, that movie looks really boring, and then a friend of mine was like, yeah, but it's like a spy movie, like, it's not an action movie, and I was like, oh, maybe it wouldn't be boring, maybe it'd be super, super sweet, so I'm kind of excited to see Bridge of Spies, and then, uh, Carolyn is the, is the other one, I think, that was nominated that I haven't seen, but, uh, I watched, uh, The Big Short, and that movie's sweet, dude, like, it's, the cast is awesome, um, I mean, you can't go wrong with Brad Pitt, Ryan Gosling, and, uh, I mean, the whole cast is, 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 is just fire. It's a, it's a great movie. The problem with the movie is two problems. A, it, it's kind of um, uh, Wolf of Wall Street light, just a little bit. It just reminds me of Wolf of Wall Street, but it's not quite as long, and Leonardo DiCaprio's not in it. So it's, I mean, I liked it better than Wolf of Wall Street, to be honest with you, but since that came out first, it just kind of seems like it's a... They took a lot of things from that movie, and so, I don't know, it's, it's, it's good though, uh, the, the second thing about it is, it's so good that it just, it made me so mad, like, the idea that all of the banking industry could just, you know, screw over everybody in the, in the U.S. and not get in any trouble, spoiler alert, it's a, you know, it's based on a true story, so, 
not really any spoilers if you were around in 2008. And in, in all fairness, in 2008, I was 20 years old, so I was barely an adult, so I wasn't like, you know, I didn't have a mortgage or anything, so I didn't understand what any of that really meant. I just knew that there was a lot of sad people and, and a lot of people in a bad way, and uh, a lot of scared people, even at my job, like a lot of scared people that were like, well, with the stock market crash and the housing industry, you know, crash, you know, we might lose our jobs. And I was like, well, at 20 years old, I was like, well, that's fine. I can, I'll, I'll go be a rock star. Cause that was kind of what I thought was going to happen. It didn't, it's fine. Look, look, it's fine. I'm not, I'm not mad. I love my life. I love my, my family and my life. I'm not a rock star. Okay. Listen, I play the drums by myself. I play the drums with my son a lot. He's having a good time with that. It's good. Back to my original point. They, uh, they screwed over the the entire nation, really the entire world. I mean, the stock market crashed, and I mean everything, everything was was screwed, you know. Um, and there were no repercussions for them, and that's just so infuriating. But I'm just one person. What are you gonna do? You know, like I have a podcast that over a hundred people listen to. So listen, maybe I'm kind of a big deal. I don't know. Probably not. Uh, definitely not. I imagine that that hundred people, there was like 50 of them that listened to half of it and thought like, this is bullshit and then shut it off. Uh, and then, so this week I'll probably have like seven people that actually download or listen to the second issue or episode, but you know, whatever. Big short, the, the big short of the big short is go, go watch it. It's a good movie. It's kind of funny, but it's also like really close to, to home because it's a real life situation that, you know. I was around for, and that's crazy, and you don't see that in movies very often. As a 28-year-old, do they make a a movie about a piece of history that you were around for? So it's kind of it's kind of crazy. Um, but that brings me to Room. Room was maybe my favorite movie I've seen of the Oscar nominees so far, and it might be because I didn't know anything about it going into it. Another coffee break, real quick. <clears throat> it's pretty early in the morning. I had to drop drop off a uh, butthole scope pretty early, so I'm still uh, still waking up a little bit. Anyway, room. Uh, I don't want to say anything about it other than like just watch it. And if you're a parent, uh, it might bum you out like tremendously. Um, I I haven't seen all of the movies yet, so it's hard to say who I think should win Best Actress, but. Um, Brie Larson is phenomenal in this movie. She's just so good. I mean, honestly, the first 20 minutes of the film, I didn't even know it was her. And I like Brie Larson a lot. I'm a huge Scott Pilgrim vs. the World fan. It's like my favorite movie of all time. At least my favorite movie in the last 10 years between that and Glorious Bastards. So, um, it's just, she's, she's so good in that movie. The kid that's in the movie is really great. And the story is like, like a story I've never heard before, so it's very unique, and the way they portray things that I just, listen, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say something, so skip ahead like a minute if you don't want to know about it. Basically, Brie Larson and her kid are captive in this dude's shed for like, I don't know, seven years, but the kid just turned five, so it's gotta be the guy that captive, that captured their captor. It's his kid too, basically. Uh, Anyway, they escape. The The kid is five years old, and he's never seen anything outside of this room his whole life. So the way they, they 
they show that the way they show the first time he sees trees and the first time he sees a dog and the first time he sees a police officer it's just brilliant like that like it you would never think that you would never think to do it the way they do it it's just i don't know like the kid's a great actor for a little dude and the movie's just great and for my money that's the best picture so far who knows bridge of spies carolyn brooklyn might take it uh hateful eight i saw if you listen to the last episode, you know that. I'm not sure why it even got nominated. I like it. It's not the best picture at all. That and Mad Max both. Like, I liked Mad Max a lot. There's no need for it to be best picture. That seems uh, really silly. So, um, now, visually, visual effects, all that stuff, like, yeah, please, like, you know, give it all of those things because those, those movies are awesome. But I think The Revenant's going to take all that. I think that... You know, Mad Max had all the visual effects on lock until The Revenant came along and was like, and everyone was like, oh, this movie's beautiful. And Hateful Eight's beautiful, too. Um, it's hard for me to say that because I watched both of those movies on my phone, but still, I think that Mad Max... I don't know if Mad Max is going to win anything, honestly, um, which is a bummer. Uh, but I think The Revenant's going to just sweep most everything. That Spotlight movie might sweep a bunch of stuff because, you know... Um, movies about the Holocaust and about slavery and about, (laughs) uh, raping kids. Like if you make people cry and you make people think like you can, you can usually win awards. I think that's kind of how it is. So I, uh, I think that spotlight might take something, but I think Revenant's going to win a bunch of stuff. Like that's my prediction. And that's without watching everything. So I don't know. Um, I feel like there's something, like, other things, I didn't have a whole lot of alone time this week, it was a good week, man, I hung out with some friends, so, uh, you know, and the kid is close to being sleep trained, so I'm not hanging out by myself while sleeping in his room and stuff, so, uh, you know, there's not a whole lot to talk about, the Royal Rumble's coming up on Sunday, I got six minutes, so, um, the Royal Rumble's coming up, uh, for any of you that don't give a damn about wrestling, well, this is the wrestling talk, and it'll probably end the podcast, so, just listen. It's fine. It's six minutes, and I'll probably play the snippet of a song at the end of it. Um, I don't know. It's actually kind of cool. I was pretty bummed when they decided to have the winner of the Rumble become the champion, which I've never done before, and I thought for sure that that made Roman Reigns a lock to win the whole thing, and then people started talking about how if he won, how would that lead up to Mania, and that makes sense, but then on Monday they decided to put him as number one, the number one entry into the Rumble. I just feel like if they're stacking all these things against him, there's no way he can lose because you want him to look awesome. And for my money, they've been wanting to make him the new Stone Cold Steve Austin forever. Um, So I, uh, I just see that happening. I mean, in the 90s, like Vince McMahon told everyone that whoever eliminated Stone Cold would win, like, I don't know, $100,000 or some dumb amount of money. And so, like, that was, they stacked all the odds against Stone Cold, and Stone Cold won anyway. And so I just think that's what the way they're going with Roman Reigns. And I just don't think Roman Reigns has got the charisma to become Stone Cold Steve Austin. His in-work stuff has become a lot better. I like him in the ring a lot better, um, especially when he's being super brutal with, like, Sheamus. Like, those matches are good. I think him and Brock will have, like, good matches because they're both really brutal. But I just don't love the idea of um, him being Stone Cold. He doesn't need to be Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, Not at all. I think that they need to make Dean Ambrose Stone Cold Steve Austin, or they need to make Kevin Owens Stone Cold Steve Austin. But even 
uh, Dean Ambrose. Like, I don't understand why everyone loves him so much. He's like Bugs Bunny as a pro wrestler. Nothing looks real. I know wrestling's fake. I get it. It's all staged. But all his stuff looks goofy. Like, his stuff looks like the stuff we did on our trampoline when we were kids. Like, so, I I like his character. Um, I don't, so, I don't much like his in-ring stuff. So, you know, uh... Dean Am- like Bray Wyatt's not going to win the Rumble. It would be cool. I mean, it's got to be Brock or Roman. I just don't see how it can be anybody else, which is a bummer. I wish that it was like a super even even playing field. Like I'd love for Sami Zayn to come back and win the whole thing. I'd love for uh, one of these Bullet Club dudes to show up and win the whole thing. I would love for it to be a surprise, and I hope that I'm wrong. But I think it has to be Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar. I mean, I just don't see how they do anything different. So. That's my wrestling talk. That's um, the Royal Rumble talk. Uh, I got three minutes left. Um, I sent a message to the lead singer of the Riverboat Gamblers, who I've, I've talked to and hung out with a couple times, um, and asked him if we could use his song by the new band Dracula's, um, the song called Crimson Carpets. And I like that band a lot, and I asked him if I could use it on the podcast. He hasn't responded yet. I'm going to use it because, whatever, I bought it legally on uh, iTunes, and I'm not selling this thing, so this, uh, this outro song is gonna be by, by Dracula's, it's called Crimson Carpets, if you haven't heard the Rubo Gamblers, they are my all-time favorite band, them tied with the Bronx, so go ahead and listen to this song, jam hard, um, crank it up in your house, in your car, whatever, uh, the song's two minutes, Almost exactly, and I've got two minutes and 30 seconds. So I want to say thanks for uh, listening. Follow me on Instagram. Follow Derek on Instagram, I guess. Suck it, Derek. Uh, Love you guys. Bye.